Welcome to Great Day Ministries Podcast, where we are committed to providing pure gospel, pure faith, and pure truth. Wherever you are listening, we hope that you are truly blessed by this message. Chapter 12. Actually, we're going to begin reading at um, verse 3. Amen. Um, we'll read down to verse 6. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we'll read from 3 to 7. How's that? Yeah, 3 to 7. All right. If you have a um, different version than the New King James Version, it might read slightly different. Okay? Amen. Um, so just remain standing um, after the reading of the Scripture, and we're going to petition the throne of grace. Amen. And you may be seated afterwards. However. So let's, let's begin reading at verse 3 right down to verse 7 from the New King James Version. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. This was the first month for Israel. The first month of the Jewish calendar is actually the month of March, leading into the month of April. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of persons, according to each man's need. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts, onto lintel of the houses where they shall eat it. May God add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. I want to talk to you today about kill it at twilight. Bow your heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your grace and for your mercy. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to come into your house, O oh God. Father, all our faith, all our hope, and all our joy is in you, O oh Lord. God, we ask you to put a shield of protection around each individual and each family, O oh Father God, and around this place, Lord, that we have anointed in your name. God, I ask you right now, Lord, as your word comes forth, I ask you to allow me to step back as you step forward to preach your word with authority and power unto them and allow the hearts and mind to be open, O oh Father God, and not hearten. Touch their ears, O oh Father God, that they shall hear, be encouraged, be watchful, Lord, and be rejoiceful for your name. God, we ask you to do this thing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God a praise. Give God a praise. Come on. Amen. With everything that's going on, I think you can give them a little bit better praise than that. Hallelujah. God, I thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, come on. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. How many of you really believe God? Amen. 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 Well, well, it's going to be uh he's 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 gonna demonstrate a little bit more of who he is and his power. Now um, we all understand the, the circumstances and situation that's going on in our country, actually around the world, um, you know, with this virus. And, um, and I do not want you to think that um, we as a church is taking it uh, lightly. Um, yesterday we came in here and we disinfected the, the, the church um, and the bathrooms. Any uh, other parts of the church we did not because um, our supplies was limited. Um, but the bathrooms... Uh, the knobs, the door handles, um, your seats, um, each door. Not only did we do that, we also anointed um, the doorposts. And, and we anointed each and every seat. Amen. Um, and we did that, you know, in precaution, uh, trying to follow suit of CDC. And we will continue to do that. Um, 
if the CDC or the state of New Jersey tell us that we cannot meet, then we're going to follow those guidelines. And we're going to follow those guidelines not because we're afraid, because as Christians, we're supposed to be the first one to be an example. So we're going to be obedient. Amen. So that others can follow our suit. And I'm saying that is to say this. Um, I don't find this uh, unusual. I find it peculiar. And I find it peculiar because I want you to think about what I'm going to talk to you today about. I mean, it's very peculiar that today is the 15th. And if you know your Bible, yesterday the 14th, we have a peculiar moon that determines Easter. And uh, we're getting ready to come into this change of season. And this season is determined, that's why sometimes you have Easter in March, and that's why sometimes you have Easter in, uh, in April, is because they're, they are mapping the season through the scriptures. Uh, um, Easter usually follow uh, after seven days of the Passover, uh, then that particular Sunday. Um, then you uh, uh, you celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ as Christians, Jews together. Now, I, I, um, most of us know when we hear the word Passover what it means. It wasn't one plague. It was the plague. Okay. It wasn't one incident in one day. It was a series of incidents, particularly 10 in weeks uh, that ended on a particular day that God said uh, will be the Jewish, or the Jews, or the children of Israel, I should say, first month of the year. And it's during the same time that Jesus Christ was born. Now, most of us in here know that Jesus Christ was not born in December. Some of you, I heard people who have come in, why we celebrate? I'm not going to celebrate birthdays. I'm not going to celebrate. Listen, you do whatever you like. It's okay. You know, once you get out of religion, it don't matter what day you celebrate it. Or if you don't celebrate it, you know, what, what do I mean by that? When you get into relationship, it's sort of like Valentine's Day. I mean, if you're just going to show your loved one love on Valentine's Day, then, then, then you're a poor lover. You, you're supposed to show your love every day. And if you choose to, you can heighten it that day. God shows that he's God every day. But God has chosen this particular time that he's going to heighten it to show that he's God. So when I think about the panic, I'm not talking about the, the, the pandemic. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the epidemic in Jersey. I'm talking about the panic. I'm talking about how people are reacting. And, and when I sit back, I hate, I, 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 I hate to say this because somebody's going to get me wrong, but I got to say it because God instructed me to say it. I smile. I smile because I'm like, look at my father flexing his muscles. You said the sycamore trees. There's no country, no nothing more powerful. You got you got weapons that can destroy a planet, but a bug 
dog that you can barely see is causing you to panic. It's not only causing you to panic. They got thousands of monkeys in four different countries fighting because of your behavior. In other words, the whole world is groaning because the sons of man has not revealed itself. So I want you to, I really want you to take an opportunity. I mean, I don't know what the CDC is going to say or the state of New Jersey say, so next Sunday we may not be able to meet, but I want you to take this opportunity to see God. And, what, and, and I want you to really understand what God is trying to tell you today. You take this opportunity because what we're going to talk about is those 10 plagues, and we ain't going to talk about all 10 of them, and I'm going to let you go home. For some of you still trying to find your alcohol and get your meat and all this other stuff. So I'm going to let you go ahead and shop. But God wanted you to be here today. Because he wants you to know what you should be looking for. Boy, y'all don't hear me. He wants you to understand what you should be seeing. Because see, you see, see when, when God displayed the ten plagues, contrary to public opinion because the plagues affected the Egyptians. See, the first plague that, that took place, the very first plague that God instituted to Moses, to the Egyptians, was the plague of the blood. It's when Moses came and met Pharaoh, and Pharaoh laughed at Moses. Moses took his staff, he stuck it in the river, and he turned water into blood. But you, I want you to understand, so Moses turned water into blood, and Jesus turned water into wine. The one was of destruction, and the other was that of pleasure. Don't you know that everything God do, he has a purpose behind it? And if you must be out of your mind, if you think that this virus has nothing to do with God. I, I, I mean, first of all, they're going to say, here, here go the religious people talking about, you know, this, this is the Lord's doing. Man, it's not just this virus the Lord's doing. Everything is the Lord's doing. You're going to tell me this is a coincidence that at the time of this virus hitting a epidemic we put Trump into presidency I mean God you know I, I, I've always believed that Trump was God chosen man what yeah he needed somebody who have no sense so that you can get some sense Oh, you think this really, really? Oh, I know God can. He God can make a believer. Oh, I know He's with the Republican Party compared to the Democratic Party, and they believe in they. They say they implement these laws and become Bible. But I do believe that did not the Bible say I choose leaders and I bring them down as well? Doesn't the Scripture say that? So why are y'all looking at me because I said that God chose Trump? He did. He chose Trump so you can see. We're the most powerful country in the world. And I might be wrong. But I got a feeling that this is going to hit us harder than it hit China. You want to know why? Because not only are we the most powerful country in the world, we're the most arrogant. I, I, I don't know. And it's going to affect us, but it won't consume us. I, listen, I, I heard, and I'm going to tell you, I heard... Mega churches, pastors, I won't call out their names, was complaining because we don't have 250 people, so we're not mandated to, to shut down. But they were mandated to shut down. One, a couple of pastors were well, this, this is going to hurt our income. I want y'all to hear this because I'm like, wow, you're thinking about the money. <laughs> That's sad. Folks, if God gave you this, you don't think you're going to pay the mortgage? 
if he calls the epidemic, I'm going to show y'all something today. I'm going to show y'all just a little bit. I'm going to let y'all go, go shop. Listen, listen. The first epidemic, the first thing that he showed the people. Now watch this, the people. He wasn't just showing it to the Egyptians. The reason why the ten plagues was being exhibited was for the children of Israel. In other words, this virus is not for the world. It's for you. Why is it for us? Because see, you hear about him. <laughs> you sing about him. You teach about him. You preach about him. But you don't know him. He wants you because remember now, there's a purpose behind everything. And everything God do, there's something behind it. If he's doing this, it's not for the world because this virus is not going to make the world believe. Because the world is going to see you first, how you respond. They're going to look at you because in their mind, they're going to do whatever the government say and whatever scientists say, guaranteed. If they say that, oh, you can't get it because you have to be embracing somebody. Oh, well, girl, you can't get it. You know, they don't know. But the world is going to believe whatever the science and the government, their God. The first thing God wanted to do when he did the plagues in Egypt is to get his people to stop depending on the Egyptian government. You're not supposed to depend on the Egyptian. You're supposed to be kingdom citizens. Watch this way. <laughs> when the epidemic was hitting other countries, Brother Bobby, our president was telling them, get out of that country. Am I right? We was telling our ambassadors, our workers, our contractors, our government officials, leave the country. God, listen, God is telling you, listen, get out of the world. Come to the kingdom. <laughs> He's telling you, don't do what they're doing. Do what I tell you to do, because they're going to protect theirs. <laughs> and I'm going to protect mine. The Lord is my shepherd. I told my wife, I said, listen, don't you, don't you spend our mortgage going out and buying all this food? Just buy what we need. But what if there's no more? I'm like, there's always going to be plenty. Ask her, did I tell her? She said, but baby, you should have saw that line with Roxanne. I said, Tanya, there will always be food. If it ain't no food for them, it's going to be food for us. I got too many squirrels in my backyard. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. It's always going to be food for us. And they get on my nerves anyway. I would love to pop them. Tell the police officer, hey, man got to do what a man got to do. What you worrying about it for? Seriously, well, we got to buy a bottle of water. We got tap water. What do you keep buying all this water for? Take the tap water. Do what we used to do when we didn't have uh, money to go buy a bottle of water. Put it on a pot and boil it. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. It's going to rain all this week. Go get enough pots, sit it outside. Let God fill up everything. Hold on here. Let the world see you. How you respond. We're not going to panic. But we're not going to go against the rules and regulations of the law. God, if, if the government tells us to do this, we're going to do this. They tell us what you can't do. We're, gonna, we're not fighting you. But we're going to do with a smile on our face. Because all we should be thinking, y'all going to see God. You're going to see God. I know him. But now you're going to get to sin. Whether you believe. The children of Israel, did, they didn't know this God. It was their God, but they didn't know him. He was introducing himself. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? He was introduced. They've been in captivity for 400 years. And y'all, please get this. They've been in captivity for 400 years. And it was time for them to come out. Shit, oh my God. He, he, he's trying to say, listen to me. 
If you come out of there and come out to here, watch what he said. Before when Joshua took them, he said, I'm going to do wondrous things for you. Oh, my God. Folks, folks, let me tell you something. Every plague. When, 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 look, I can't talk about all 10 of them. So y'all just got to read it for yourself. When they, when the disease hit the cattle, what, what plague was that? What, eight, something like that? The cattle of Israel didn't die. When hell fell from the sky, it didn't fall in Goshen. Even though you are in the world, you're not of this world. The embassy of God is in this kingdom, and the embassy is not affected by what goes on in the country. It's a part of another kingdom. He's showing his might. Every time there was something, it didn't affect children. But watch this, watch this. This whole thing started when Pharaoh said he's going to kill the firstborn because he heard that there was a deliverer. So he wanted to kill the very firstborn of Israel. And God touched the heart of Moses' mother. She put him in that water, shipped him out, and in the home of Pharaoh, the very home that he tried, the same government that tries, <laughs> the government that tries to kill the deliverer, the government raised. Boy, I wish they can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> the very thing you're trying to stop is what you're feeding. You can't stop God. Wait, 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 listen. So, they get to the point, by the time we get to the ninth plague, first, think about it, folks. The very first plague was the plague of the blood. We're coming into Easter. I don't have time to go through all that. Because, see, before this situation, I changed my message. When I came in here and I started knowing, I changed my message. And I, you know, God, God gave me another message. Okay, long be with me. And I said, wow, I was trying to hold off when I come back because I have a series that lead up to Easter. And y'all, I mean, we, we, the, the series that lead to Easter, we, we, we're talking about the purpose of Easter, the, the, the purpose of Christ on the cross. And, 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 and the point in the matter, and I'm supposed to conclude it, and I'm going to just give y'all just a, a, a glimpse of it. And I'm supposed to concluded with when Jesus was struck inside, when blood and water came out. I'm not going to go into that right now. Listen, how many of you really can believe that when Moses put that staff in the water and turned it into blood, if we have Bible study, I can show you that not only... Not only was he showing Israel that I'm God and showing the Egyptians that now is not your God. He was showing the world his son and how he's going to deliver it. How do you want to believe it? He turned, listen, watch this. Why you say that? I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But I, I got this theory. I know y'all not going to believe what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say this theory. I, Bobby know what I'm about to say. I'm going to say that. See, I got, I got this theory that, see, when, when, when we were first created, before sin entered us, and, 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 and Jesus, who did not have the DNA of Adam, he had to come from a virgin. Because he could not have been born into sin and shaped into iniquity. So if Jesus was sinless, this, 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 this is Dexter's biblical theory, but I believe it's a little bit beyond theory. I don't believe Jesus was born with blood. I believe what ran through his veins was as pure as water. And when sin touched him, Blood came. Watch this, watch this. People, I hear people say, it is, life is in blood. No. Sin 
is in blood. Life is in water. That's why wherever NASA go in the universe, they're not looking for blood. They're looking for water. Because wherever there's water, there's life. So why did blood run and water run? Okay. But remember now, the scripture says, without the shedding of blood, think about women in the mystery. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission because blood cleanses. Blood doesn't cleanse unless it runs. Because it carries the infirmities. It carries the sin. That's why he sinned. So every time, you got to understand, and I want to preach this thing, but I can't preach it. You got to understand what really is the blood. We, you know, we say, we, we plead the blood. We, you know, we're going to give it to the blood. You don't understand. The blood is a reminder, not of life, but sin. When he turned that water into blood, what God was showing the Egyptians and the Israelites and the rest of the world, sin killed life. Because think about it. Before he turned it, that water, why did they call it? What, what was the nickname of the Nile River? The river of what? Life. And when he turned it to blood, what happened? Fish died. Cattle died. Everything. Why? Blood kills. That's the very first plague. He was sending a message. Folks, let me tell you something. If you read it, I had taught on Rowan a couple of weeks ago, and one of the young men said, um, you know, he asked me a question. He said, well, he didn't realize uh, that, that, that angels had free will. Because he said, well, why would God create Lucifer? I mean, Satan. I said, God didn't create Satan. He created Lucifer. And he's like, oh, well, that's Satan's name. I'm like, yeah. So God did create us. No, he created Lucifer. Lucifer created Satan. He said, how's that? I'm like, so I wrote on the board. Free will. He said, but he's an angel. I'm like, yeah, angels got free will. Angels got free will. So I'm showing him in the Bible. He said, and everybody, the whole, the whole class at Rome was like, wait, I didn't know angels had free will. Not angels have free will. You know, so he was like, wait. So he said, I'm, I'm, he said okay, so I'm, I'm a little confused. So is it absolute free will? I'm like, hmm, yeah. He said, well, if that's the case, why did God harden Pharaoh's heart? He said, didn't that take away his free will? I'm like, no. He hardened his heart. Hardened his heart caused him to make a different choice. But God didn't make him choose. Oh, y'all don't hear me when I say I said, did God interfere? If you're telling me that God doesn't interfere, I can show you from Genesis to Revelation that God does interfere in our life. Every time he implements a miracle, it's interference. Don't we, we pray for interference. We just call it miracles when it's in our favor. But he, he interferes whenever it's in his favor all the time. Well, this not a miracle. It could be anything. I said, what was the purpose of God Hardening Pharaoh's heart. We know that Pharaoh would have been left the children of Israel go. Okay, fine, take them. God said, no, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. not now. Because they need to see, not the Egyptians. Before they come, they need to know who I am. Folks, let me tell you something. You keep, talk, you keep talking about where are you going. We talked about higher learning. We talk about progression. We talk about promotions. Think of all the sermons God said, hey, before I even do that, you need to really know me. <laughs> do you know me? Or have you heard about me? They all heard about him. They was waiting for a deliverer that God was going to send them. Even though they, they, they recognized the Egyptians, God, yes, they did. 400 years? How many generations? How many, how many generations of people that went through that came, born, died, got married, all the stuff? Another one came forth? I mean, 400 years. They knew the Egyptians. God said, I need to introduce me to you. Let's fast forward for the sake of time. 
I want to deal with the locusts. I'm going to deal with the locusts. Listen, I, I, I won't, but I will say this. One day I was sitting out in front of my yard, right? I was sitting there in, in my car. I was waiting on the people who were supposed to be coming doing my, my um, floor. And you know, I'll be here, I'll be here. And I'm sitting there. And I decided to get out of my car uh, because I noticed my son, he didn't put the recycling all the way in back. You know, it's, it was still in the middle of the driveway, the, the bucket. So as I'm walking, I notice my trees was black. I mean, when I say black, I'm like, I mean, you know, it was like hundreds, like a thousand birds all in the backyard and like the four houses just packed with birds. Now, see, I, I grew up watching the birds. <laughs> So they don't know. Y'all don't know about that. So I'm walking, and I'm like, looking. I had to stop. I'm like, that's a whole lot of birds. I know that you had to see this. I'm like, I, I didn't see birds on trees. I saw a black tree. That's how many birds it was. And I'm like, Lord is my shepherd. Hey, you people. Come on, let's not, you know, let's not lie. I'm like, that's a whole lot. So I pick it up, and as soon as I pick up the garbage, man, they just, whew. I mean, when I saw some in the birds, I put that garbage. I ain't going already back. I just, it's in the backyard now, you know. And I went to my car, and I'm watching him. And it just, I mean, it was so many. And the neighbor was like, man, what's going on with you? And they all went, right? And in formation, they just, and I mean, perfect formation. They went to the other, all the way on the other side and just sat there. And I'm just looking at my car. I'm just leaving. I said, let me just get in the car. When I got in the car and closed the door, they all went up, came back down. Perfect formation. I mean, perfect formation. And I'm like, man, they look like they're training. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. That's what it looks like they were training because they was following. One do one, another group would do it, then another group would do it, and the other group won't leave until the final group do what they did. And I'm just watching them. And I'm like, they, that's amazing. Why are they doing that? You'll see it next time. Just, just watch them. You're going to tell me this doesn't look like military training. Y'all know how You think I'm joking. Just watch them. Just sit back one time and you ain't get a little spooky like me. And watch how they move. Okay, I'm, I'm going to deal with that. But I'm, when I was looking at the locusts, oh, I had something to talk to you about the locusts. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, I don't know what you're doing. But I'm a believer. I feel no evil. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I feel no evil. Listen, when we get to the ninth plague, the ninth plague, darkness covered the land of Egypt. Because of all this famine came. It's amazing all this famine came, but the children of Israel ate. That's what I was telling my wife. I said, baby, we're going to eat. The Pharaoh told them, you know what, go. Just leave your cattle. I want you to get this. Just leave your cattle. <laughs> they had currency back then. The currency they had was livestock. In other words, what children of Israel were saying, Egyptians were saying, besides the gold, was not really a currency. It was a, see, gold back then was a sign of wealth. But it wasn't a currency. You got to understand that. It was a sign. They had gold and silver. Egypt was, Egypt, I mean, if, 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 see, it couldn't have been money because they used gold to mummify pharaohs. You know, I mean, so it was, it was a sign of wealth, but it wasn't a distrib distribution of wealth. Do you understand? The distribution of wealth was livestock and land. That's why they gave them supposedly the worst. Y'all got to get They gave the children of Israel the worst part of the land of Egypt called Goshen. But during this epidemic or pandemic, because it took, it, it took over the whole country, Goshen was the only part of the land that was not affected by any of the plagues. Hey, but watch this. Now, I just, just want to show you. When darkness comes, folks, I want you to think about Jesus Christ. 
And when I think about when he's on that cross, I got to skip a lot of this. I'm sorry. It started with the blood and water. And right before the tenth plague, which is the ninth plague, darkness came. When Jesus was on that cross, I want y'all to read it. Darkness came. Darkness was a symbol from God. Morning. That means what's coming next, I really don't want to do. But I have to show you that I'm God. See, see, when God judge, he wants to be able to judge that you have no excuse that he is who he say he is. You, you, you know, ignorance is, is <laughs> ignorance is no excuse. He said darkness came upon Egypt. Pharaoh told him during darkness. After this day, I don't want to see your face no more. This is election year. This country is suffering. Do you know how much money are being lost from the cancellation of one major sporting event? I'm talking about the NBA, just as an example, coming to play in Madison Square Garden. You know how much money is being lost from one cancellation? Do you have any idea? Do you know how many jobs are affected? The security jobs? The vendors' jobs? Huh? Um, um, the, the, the cleaning crew from one sports to the next? Or the changeover crew? We're the most powerful country in the world. And God said, watch me. I'm going to show you. This is just a little, little thing that with all your warheads, with all your bombs, with all your science, I can turn, folks, read Revelation. I don't want to get into it too much, but read Revelation. Revelation talks about New Babylon, how New Babylon is going to fall in a day. And people say, you know, that, that you know, that, that's not going to happen, you know, especially when you come out, you know, when you come, talk about America. I remember telling my professor, I mean, he said, he said, America is not in the Bible. I, I, you know, I'm in seminary. He said, Dexter, you're mistaken. I'm like, I feel it is. He said, well, where would you see it? I said, I see it throughout the Bible, but that's my mirror theory for, for some of those who in here who know. I said, but you want to be more specific in Revelation. He said, where at in Revelation? Didn't want to be specific, you know, but I said, uh, New Babylon. He said, you're mistaken. I said, why? If you look at the description of New Babylon and you look at America, it fits it to a T. When I'm telling you, you can't say eight out of ten. It's 10 out of 10, not 7 out of 10, not even 9 out of 10. It's 10 out of 10. You know what he told me? I lied to you now. He said, well, you're in error because we, un we know through history that New Babylon is a European country. I said, sir, are you telling me America is not a European country? You should have saw his face. He didn't even respond. He looked at me. He just turned around and walked away. Didn't say bye. He just walked away. He just turned walk, and it left me standing there. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> because we're so arrogant. Because they think just because they allow us to have church that we still believe that we are one nation under God. We believe in the paper that the words are printed on, but we don't believe the words no more. When darkness came, it affected all. It, I want you to take from the ninth. You get the opportunity because you might be in home. Read from the ninth and go backwards. Don't start at the front one. Go from the ninth and go back. And then I want you to see how it affected the whole country. Just for God to show that he's God. 
Let's get to the 10th. The 10th plague. God tells Moses, we're done. Darkness was really the final plague. <laughs> that was when it was over. See, when Jesus was on the cross, he stretched out and he said, it is finished. Thunder and lightning. That came already. Read it. It was thundering and lightning. It was hell. And he, he told Pharaoh, he said, go ahead and go. He said, go ahead and go. This is after thunder and lightning. Uh, um, he said, go ahead and go. He said, just leave the cattle. Moses said, no, we need to be able to sacrifice to our God. Y'all read it. When Jesus was on the cross, it was thunder and lightning. Then darkness came. That's when Jesus said, it is finished. Gotta read it. The nice plague, it was finished. So, <laughs> what was the tenth plague? Vengeance is mine. You took my firstborn, and I'm taking yours. <laughs> you don't ever have to worry about what the enemy took from you. Hold on. Keep believing. Don't do tit for tat. <laughs> but y'all got to hear with me. Don't you not go out there and do what they're doing because you're upset. See, with the way to kill, see, love is more powerful than a nuclear. <sighs> you know why Dr. King was more affected than Malcolm X? Malcolm X, y'all may not believe it. I hate, y'all can study your history. Malcolm X was a more believer than Dr. King. I'm talking about his lifestyle. But his method was not effective. Even though that he was a stronger believer than Dr. King. Yes, he was. Dr. King every now and then would have a couple of drinks. I'm not saying drinking is wrong. Dr. King smoked cigarettes. Y'all probably didn't know that. And I'm not going to go into all of the stuff. Malcolm X lived a purified life. But his method was wrong. He wanted to overturn the country. He said, you kill my dog. I'm going to kill your dog. That's what he said. You kill my son, I'm going to kill your son and your daughter. You kill my son, my daughter, my wife, I'm going to take out your whole family. That's Malcolm X. God doesn't teach us that. God said, if they do this, show them love. He said, love your enemy. How is that possible? Love kills. Because people don't know how to handle it. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. People don't know how to handle love. Yes, they, the children of Israel suffered from that firstborn. But now, after darkness, he tells Moses, don't go by the, what's the name? Don't you go by the movie. Go by the Bible. God comes to Moses. And God tells Moses, tell Pharaoh. People think it came out of Pharaoh. No, go tell Pharaoh. On the 14th. At midnight, all the firstborn of Egypt will die. This is God speaking. Now watch this. <laughs> if any Israelite is outside of the kingdom, boy, y'all don't hear me. God initiated a quarantine. <laughs> he said, I want all my children to stay inside. And I want you, <laughs> he said, I want you. He said, now, now, if it's a small family or a family don't have that much money, combine the families. Read it. If they can't afford a lamb, he said they can use a goat. But whatever they use, goat or lamb, it has to be without blemish. Because the goat or the lamb, watch this, the goat of the lamb without blemish will be sacrificed for your blemish. In other words, if you are under the blood of unblemish, I won't see your blemish. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> so you can't get a blemish goat to protect a blemish family. Oh my God. 
You got to get an unsinful blood to, sec- to, to protect the sins of the family. But if I come, and I'm coming, and if I find any sin that's not protected by the unsin, they're going to get the same thing because they was not in my kingdom, they was in theirs. What did he do? He said, go inside. He said, Moses, I want you to kill it, then unblemish. Then I want you to take hyssop. What is hyssop? Known to Israel, it's a bomb for healing. It's a plant, but they use hyssop. Even today, they still use hyssop for healing. He said, I want you to take the healing, and I want you to dip it in blood, and I want you to post it over every entrance. And I want you to stay inside. And when I come, watch this. Listen, look, 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 look at this. Look at this. Turn, turn real quick. It's still me saying that. Look, look at this. Look at verse, look, look at verse uh, 12. Same chapter 12. 12 and 12. Watch this. He said, for I will pass through the land of Egypt. He did on that night. Folks, the day is the, this is, this is the month. I'm like, God, this is amazing. Like, he said, I'm going to come. He said, you know, I want you to kill this thing. And I want you to use the blood. He said, but don't kill it until twilight. You ever wonder why he said don't kill it until twilight? Do you anybody know what twilight is? Twilight is when the sun Sits on the horizon. Let me say it over here. Twilight is when you see the sun sitting on the horizon. Maybe you got it. Let me say it. It's when the sun sits. First of all, What's the horizon? Horizon as, is as far as you can see it. And everything comes to a what? Comes to a point. Everything comes to an end. How can I that? When you see the sun sitting on the end. <laughs> he said, I want you. Don't do nothing until you see the sun sitting on the end. Don't do nothing. When you see the sun sitting on the end, kill it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Your end may not be my end. My end may not be your end. Why? Because I might see it further than you see. Oh, my God. You might see further, but I'm talking about your life. I want you to look as far as you can. I don't care what your circumstances are. I want you to look, and I'm going to show it to you. God has shown it to you. Okay, I got got to close. He has shown you. I talked to y'all about it last week. Y'all know, I know y'all didn't get it. You know, did did you hear the rooster crow? See, see, the rooster is the beginning. The horizon is the end. (laughs) You got to go through hell, and you don't, see, see, the rooster is going to remind you what you didn't do or what you're supposed to do. Somebody, I don't even know if they even got that last week. You know, when, when the rooster crow, because Peter was like, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I go wherever you go. I do whatever you do. And all of a sudden, when the situation got a little dark, when the situation got a little dark, when, when the situation got a little dark, you know, uh, all of a sudden, oh, that wasn't me. See, 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 see. And after he denied him three times, he heard the rooster crow because the rooster reminded him of who he was. And where he needs to get to. That's why I say, did, have you heard it? Because if you haven't heard it, you haven't been tested. But if you heard the rooster, you've been tested. And if you heard the rooster, everybody who hears the rooster, guess what happened? He shows you the horizon. Did not he tell Peter the horizon? Meaning, did not he show him his future? Did not he show Paul? He showed you, he told you, some of you going to, I told you about the baby's horizons. God has spoke to some of you. Some of you still thinking about your age. You still thinking about your education. You still thinking about your money. You still thinking about your credit. God said, look further. 
I want you to look as far as you can see. And when you can't see no four, you're going to see the sun sitting where you can't see no. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. He said, when you see the sun, kill it. Kill what? Kill it. Folks, the scripture somebody kill the lamb. I'm telling you today. Don't you worry about what? I'm jumping ahead of myself. Wait, wait, watch this. Okay, wait. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I will strike all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast, against all the gods of Egypt. Listen, he said, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. I mean, listen to what he is saying. Watch this. Look at, look, look. Look at 13. Now the blood shall be a sign for who? It wasn't a sign for God. We said, we're going to put that blood on the post. So, when, so, when, so, so God said, God said, no, the, the blood sign is, is for you. Wait, wait. He said, when, when, now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you. To destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Listen, listen. I don't care what you say. America is being struck. All you have to do, whether they tell you to come to church, whether they tell you to go to the grocery store, or whether they tell you to stay at home. Folks, all you have to do is stay out in the blood. In the blood, you, but see here, listen, listen. Remember, when you stand out in the blood, y'all got to get this. Remember, he said, the blood is for you to see. It's a sign for you. And when he sees that you know it's a sign for you. But pastor, what that means today? That means in this mess, the world has to see the blood. And how do they see it? Through you. You have to be a sign in this mess. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. If he sees that you are demonstrating that the blood is over your post, don't you know that wherever you go, there's a post over you? And they have to, they have to see it on you. Listen. Okay, I'm coming to my close. I'm done. Give me a little soft music, man. Because if you don't, I'm going to keep talking because I really want to preach this blood. But listen, we're going we're to go, you know, because I know my wife want to go eat some more hamburgers and stuff. So listen, so, so he, he, he said, when I see the blood over the post, he said, kill it. You killed it. Put the blood on it. Now, now watch this, watch this. They killed it at twilight. Let me tell you something else. If you ever look up the word twilight, it's not just the sun sitting on a horizon. It's also... And, and seriously, look it up. The word twilight also means when things are obscured. When things are a mystery. When things are unknown. Oh, please get this. If the twilight also represents the mystery, the unknown. But remember, it's still as far as you can see. God has said, when you see the sun, he's, folks, for my minister's class, it's symbolism. The sun is not the sun, it's the sun. He said, when the sun is able to sit on the mystery or the unknown that you don't know about, he said, he said, then I want you to kill it. Now, what are you supposed to be killing? You're not killing lambs no more. You're killing everything that's going to prevent you from getting to the future of the destiny that God has called you to get to. He said, just wait now. Just wait until twilight. And at twilight, when you see it, I want you to kill it. Now, you got to do this. Everyone in here. This, is a, this virus is a reminder. It, folks, listen. We should have been prepared for this virus in December. We should have hospitals and clinics boasting with tests by January. Why is nothing happening until March, the first month of the Hebrew calendar? And why is the quarantine starting to happen beginning on the 14th day of March? Folks, this is not a coincidence. <laughs> Some people was talking about, listen, more people was talking about Friday the 13th, if y'all didn't know that. They was talking more about Friday the 13th. Then Saturday the 14th. 
it was the Sabbath day. And it landed on the 14th of the first month of the Israel calendar. And he's telling you at twilight, kill it. Put that blood up over you. Show the world that you're a believer. Whatever's hindering you, whatever denies, kill it at twilight. Y'all got to hear this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm closing. I promise you I'm closing. Every time. Now, y'all, please get it. Every time that there's a crisis, on the other side, somebody prospers off it. Even though there's businesses and people who are suffering from a crisis, there's always a side that somebody's going to blow up financially. Because of the same crisis. Trust me. I mean, haven't you been keeping the news? They're halting cargo. Planes. You can get plane tickets for like 30 bucks. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia and Russia got into a dispute. Russia walked out of the meeting said that it would never join OPEC. Saudi Arabia got mad and said, bump OPEC. Everybody said, forget OPEC. So Saudi Arabia said, we're going to kick out, watch this, 10 more million, was it million? Barrels per day of oil. We're going to flood the world with so much oil that you're not going to have room enough. And Russia say, good, because it's going to hurt America. Because it's going to shut down every America refinery because they're the one who consume so much oil. You may not understand that. That means all them oil places in Shell, they can't compete against uh, Saudi Arabia. That's why we friends with Saudi Arabia because we control how much you put out and we control the price. Saudi Arabia said, bump that. We mad at Russia. Russia said, good, because I'm mad at America. <laughs> and guess who? Guess who said, well, what? what's going to happen? You know, gas prices are going to drop. Like crazy. Why? Because we got to get rid of this oil. After we stack up, y'all don't hear what I'm trying to say. Listen, you know, somebody, I don't know who, but I'm, I'm trusting in God. God is telling me, don't you worry about the crisis because it's not your crisis. It's their crisis. But if you remain under the blood, when the children, it's time to go. That's what he's saying, right? Why? When the children of Israel left Egypt, they not only, they gave them right According to scripture, it was about 1.4 million of them left. When 1.4 million left, they had the cattle, they had the children, they had the old folks, they had the young folks, they had the middle-aged folks, we had to marry, had to single. Everybody left. But watch this. The Bible also says that they went house to house and they took the gold, they took the silver. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. They left from slavery, from a wealthy, rich country, and God said, get out. Oh, y'all don't. He called them. That's what the word Exodus means get out. He said, get out. But I want you to take every back payment. If you work for 400 years and they didn't pay you, tell them pay me now. You are, oh my God, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Listen, I don't know what y'all are thinking about, but me, I'm sitting here like, God, I don't know what you're doing with this ride, but I'm watching every news. I'm listening to every news because sooner or later, God, you're telling me. Wait, I, I remember Takiya and Nicola was talking about, I hope they do something with student loans. To, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then Trump came up and said, well, we're going to suspend for right now all interest rate of student. And Takiya said, no, we need to do more than that. I'm like, speak it because he said, if you speak, he said, if you do not doubt, you can move mouth. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. In doing a crisis, it's time for you to exercise your faith and watch God be minimal. Oh, my God. I'm the only one that is excited about this. to my seat. Nicola, <laughs> Takia, listen, listen. If you want the student loans to go away, <laughs> kill it at twilight. 
Y'all sitting like, well, I'm glad when this is over. Don't you, you tell God to be God. God, if it's 10 months, be God. But why are you giving me this time? Do you understand what I'm saying? In the midst of a crisis and a catastrophe, he's giving you time to become a believer so that you can exercise your kingdom rights. And when you exercise your kingdom rights, kingdom trumps all kingdoms. Because you don't serve their king, you serve the king of their king. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And when the citizens of the king of the king speaks, even the king in another kingdom has to listen to the king and the citizen of God's kingdom. Oh, my God. Oh. What more gross shit on my casa? Oh, y'all, I wish somebody would really understand what I'm He's giving you the authority. Don't you forget now. Don't, don't, don't you forget, you, you got to do your part. Remember now, he told them, I'm quarantining you for this last one. If they quarantine you, do what they say. Do, show the obedience. Do whatever they tell you to do. We want, if they said 250 or less, 10 to 25, you won't be here. I said, God, I'm going to do whatever, they, because you're going to make them speak it. You want to see, they don't know what they're doing. They're speaking blessing into me. So whatever I hear them say, that's why God say, watch and pray. Whatever it is, say, God, I'm going to do it. Because I believe that you're about to do a marvelous thing. And he's watching. What did he say? I'm coming. He said, I'm going to pass through here. And if I see the blood, I'm going to pass over your house and I won't bring that plague. But once I pass through, even though the plague in the whole country is going to be mourning, he said, when the next day comes, I want y'all to understand that. At the end of the, so you got to wait till the plague is over. You exercise your faith. You get your, if you in quarantine, read, fast, study. This is an opportunity for you. You kept complaining you had no time because you had to go to work. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. God is going to, y'all look, look, God is going to give you the opportunity to show him the blood. When the opportunity presents, all I'm telling you is show the blood. Because when you show the blood, it's not going to last forever. It's a sign. When it's all over, mentalities are going to change. Oh my God. It's, the country will never be the same. And God said, because of that, I'm going to make sure you are blessed. Oh, y'all don't, hear, y'all, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You better be in a position to receive that blessing. But first of all, you need to know exactly what you're looking for. Well, you better kill it. I don't care what you do. You get your oil. Don't, hey, listen, it's like to have your hands sanitizer. But the CDC said, just get you some soap and water and wash your hands for at least 20 minutes. If you can't find no hand sanitizer, I'm daring you to go find some olive oil. <laughs> listen, I, oh, you got gloves on. <laughs> I'm following all rules. Listen, listen, if you can't find hand, get some olive oil. 
And when you get some olive oil, let that olive oil say, God, let this represent my lamb. And let the oil represent the blood. And you go to your house. I ain't going to say, I'm not going to tell you what Todd, I told Todd, I said, you got to learn to listen to God and be obedient to God. No, no, don't you be afraid. If, if I was her, whether the door is still open or not, I bet you it still might be, even though I, I'm telling you, I get my oil. Oh my God, I wish somebody would, I wish I had some believers. Listen, listen, listen. They didn't believe it's going to be 1.1 million, but we in here. We didn't believe we had 112 hours for the house that we had. I'm telling you, if you can't get hand sanitizer, you're going to get some oil. You rub it just like it's hand time. And whatever you want, say, Lord, <laughs> I plead. I plead the blood. <laughs> I plead the blood. You can't take my family. God, they don't, y'all don't sin. God bless you. We gonna, 